it's another kind of tough day. Um, I don't, um, I don't know what's going on, you know, you have uh, all these factors uh, contributing to this, um, uh, state of being, I guess, that I'm in, and I think a lot of people are also finding themselves in, um, just feeling isolated, being isolated, you know, with this pandemic, um, and another shutdown, uh, already underway, you know, the, uh, COVID cases are spiking, and, uh, it's not looking good, so for me, being, um, in this situation where I live by myself, um, just getting out of, well, I guess, uh, almost two months ago, uh, getting out of a relationship and, uh, cutting off contact with my, uh, family, um, and my only friend is in Seattle, so, um, it's just a perfect storm of, uh, isolation can't can't go anywhere can't go out can't do anything can't you know the normal avenues that you could take um to go out and meet people they just aren't there and uh there's not really any telling when those avenues will be back so it's like it's like the longest winter <laughs> it's like uh, it's it's hard it's hard to um kind of keep everything up the way that uh, I have been um, You know, I, I've largely, I feel fine. Um, largely my mental state and the way that, uh, I feel about myself, uh, has been pretty good. Um,
but uh, being alone is tough. It's really tough to um, try to sort things out on your own, you know. Um, but that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to just give up because it's hard. Um, there are things about life that I enjoy. I really enjoy um, doing this. You know, I love uh, I love audio engineering. Um, getting that right sound, getting that high quality sound. Uh, I love coffee. Um, And uh, I like um, discussing things, even if it's just uh, me, myself, and I. <laughs> um, def definitely um, talking out loud uh, helps. And I apologize, the... Uh, the street noise seems to be particularly loud today. Not sure why. Um, that's Detroit. Very uh, noisy most of the time. It's weird though because cities, um, especially here, um, I, yeah, with everything getting cold um, and another shutdown on the way cities just don't uh, feel the same you know I go I go downtown um, Detroit and it's just uh, people seem um, more on edge more uh, isolative, like the whole like American individualism, which has been a thing, uh, you know, like, which is how our, uh, society has been kind of set up for us. Like we are all supposed to just figure out our own lives and make our own way and make our own money. And that's fine. Um, but I mean, the rich people have socialism for themselves. They, <laughs> they get uh, money from the government and um, incentives and tax breaks and all kind of all kinds of uh, socialist programs for for the rich people. But for poor people, social socialism is the devil. <laughs> um, they just want people to be divided so that they can't uh, band together and overthrow them. That's, I mean, that's the classic uh, manipulation tactic, um, you know, for all time. Keep the masses poor and stupid 
and divided and they can't overthrow you pretty simple oh and you throw in some uh you throw in some fear you throw in some fear with uh religion you know if you don't do what your government tells you to do then you'll go to hell and then you throw in uh um nationalism and xenophobia you know all the outsiders are bad we need to keep them out and uh we need to um close our borders and hoard our wealth and uh but i mean meanwhile it doesn't really make sense because america sticks their nose into everybody's business but they're also talking about how we need to uh, um, be more America-focused. Um, but the isolation, that um, dynamic has kind of set everybody up for just being really, really isolated right now, I think. Because you have the rugged individualism, which is what the common person in America experiences. Um, kind of have to make your own way and fend for yourself, and nobody's going to hold your hand or give you a handout. Um, and so now, in this time of unprecedented uh, economic disparity... Um, or uh, d um, depression, rather. Uh, you know, people can't fend for themselves. People can't make, make their own way and f do their own thing like like they uh, used to. Um, for the most part, and you still have a government that is kind of unwilling to um, share. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the the rich, the, the, the nice um, perks that rich people get just for being rich. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's easy to be rich and it's hard to be poor. It's expensive to be poor. That's a that's something that, um, when you just say that, it just it shouldn't be a thing, because it's like, well, yeah, poor people should, uh, um, you know, you would think in a society we would be helping out the poor people the most, because they need the most help, homeless people, and the like. But it's kind of the opposite. In our society, it's like the more that we um, blame poor people, uh, I guess the more justified we are to keep doing what we're doing. I don't know. We, we definitely live in a victim-blaming society. Uh, every victim seems to just 
it's like you're uh, once you have that kind of sight that mark on your back um, people will make sure that you are always the victim and they'll just continue to blame you um, which is a really weird dynamic I I mean it's it that is definitely something that's propagated by um, the media and uh, our government as well. It's the whole um, hating poor people. <laughs> like, it seems like if you're poor, you get punished for being poor. It doesn't make any sense. Like, things are more expensive. Like, you, if you have bad credit, then your loan interest rate is going to be a lot higher. And you have to pay all these fees. And, um, uh, you know, if you're behind on your bills, uh, they charge late fees. And uh, they up, you know, if, if you, um, you know, with insurance car insurance if if anything happens to your car or anything like that then they just up your rates um you know among many other things it's very hard to be poor in america um they kind of the rich i mean tilt the table in their favor um, they take our tax money, they, um, tell us to hate each other, they tell us to be divided and, uh, to believe in their, um, you know, just let them do what they're, what they do. They're our leaders and we need to um, trust and, and respect their authority and uh, let them lead. I don't, I, I mean, for me, that's not okay. Like, you know, we're in a democracy, or we're supposed to be. And I, I kind of thought that um, the government isn't supposed to be this foreign entity that just is like this pre presiding presence um, that uh, people have no influence over or, or control over that there's this state that's just controlling us um I, I don't know what that's about. That's not that. That's definitely not what a de democracy is supposed to be. But nonetheless, uh, that's that's where we find ourselves. And um, people like my family 
who swallow the um, all of the propaganda just swallow it all whole drink all the Kool-Aid um, you know basically the uh, the Trumpers the Trumpsters these are the people that um, are holding us back because um, if you think about it like it's you know it is up to us um, there's a lot more of us than there are of them. So if we really, really wanted to, we could just show up in D.C., all 200 million plus, and just be like, yeah, so this is over, and we're taking over, and we're going to set up uh, a government that is going to be... Um, that is going to work for everybody and not just a handful of rich people. And that would be that. Uh, but we kind of let this go on. Um, especially the, the Trumpsters. I mean, they're, they are, they are utterly complicit in their oppression and they don't even know it. <laughs> I think that's the um, strangest part is that they are being oppressed and yet they they root for and vote for their oppressors and they they believe everything that they're told by their oppressors um, all, you know the the lies of uh, you know, it's not us, it's them over there. Blame them, hate them. Um, because they're, they're always trying to give us uh, a group of people to hate. Because that keeps us distracted from hating them. Um, and it works on a lot of people. Um... I think seeing the turnout, uh, you know, the, just the sheer volume of votes for Trump was surprising. Uh, like so, something like 70 million plus, like that's insane. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, especially when, uh, I'm not sure how many people voted for him in 2016, but I know it was less than that. So it's like, even after witnessing what he's done the past four years more people have <laughs> uh signed on to the craziness i don't know how they do it um the the uh the rich people i mean it's just is like this master manipulation tactic and they just uh they use all of their power and influence and money to maintain this status quo. Um, so that they can just keep doing whatever they want to do. So they can just be rich. Uh, 
and hang on to all their money and hoard it all for themselves and their rich friends and uh, keep us poor people away. It's it's just money, guys. Does anyone ever stop to think about it like that? I wonder. It's just money. We could, today, everyone could just be like, you know what, I'm done with money. And we just figure out something else to do with our lives. Because we made it up. We made up money. It's not real. The government prints it out of thin air and says, oh, look at all the money I have. And then they, they just use it. It's just paper. You know, I, I think it's at one point, you know, money was backed by gold. At least there was, it had something to it. You know, basically money, like direct deposit, money is just digital. It's just numbers on a screen. And the higher the number, the less stressed you are and the better your life will be. We could decide to do something else with our lives, but uh, the um, carrot being dangled on a stick out in front of everyone, the American dream, uh, I guess that's enough to continue on with this kind of charade um you know like people don't mind that there's all this wealth being hoarded because they think that maybe one day they could be a part of that meanwhile it'll never happen because I mean, think about it. If you were one of these rich people with, you know, over half of the nation's wealth, um, 1% of the population, if you were one of them, would you want anyone coming in and just off the street and just joining your club? Hell no. No, sir. This is, this is old money. This is uh, generations of... Uh, assholes just passing down their money to their kids one generation after the other and uh, they don't want anyone else to uh, be in their in their club So it's like they dangle this carrot out in front of people. Like, oh, work hard enough and pay your dues and pay your taxes and climb your way up the corporate ladder and eventually you'll be like me. And it's just a it's just a lie. I mean, yeah, people yeah, in America people can make their own success and um climb the ladder it it does happen um from time to time 
you know, you hear success stories and, but we're talking a small percentage of people. Um, I mean, if you go from, and people love those, I love those stories, you know, a guy from Flint and, uh, he's really poor and plays football at high school and then he goes to college and does really well in college and gets drafted by the NFL eventually and now he's a millionaire you know who doesn't love that kind of story and then you think oh well that can happen to me and then it just I I guess um I guess the the lie wouldn't look very good if it never happened, you know? Um, if it just never... If no one was ever able to climb the ladder of success, people would be like, hey, what's going on here? Uh, but as long as you have a handful of people that do it every so often, it makes it look better, I guess. Um... But I'm talking for, like, the vast majority of people, um, especially black people, poor, poor uh, black people um, growing up in inner cities. They'll be born poor and they'll die poor for the most part, the va- vast majority, um, which is, I mean, obviously that's really sad, but that's the reality that we live in. Um, unfortunately, I, I think that, uh, government, um, it should, it should just, its function should only be to serve the people, not serve itself. Serve the people. What is a nation? It's it's people. Not anything else. Those trucks drive by and it shakes my entire apartment. massive machines um yeah it 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 should serve the people you know what do you have what was a nation without people some some buildings uh it, it's just empty so I don't understand how um, you can have a nation and just neglect millions of people um, and just kind of leave them to fight for themselves and amongst themselves. Um...
it's not uh, it's not scary. They, you know, that's another thing. It's hilarious. It's kind of, I mean, at this point, you you gotta laugh about some of this stuff, right? You just got to like. So, the the GOP has somehow. I mean, I mean, I guess this is, goes back to um, post post World War Two with Truman and the uh, whole um, anti uh, anti communism thing. Um, but uh, you have the lie that. Um, is being told and has been told that uh, communism is the root of all evil and socialism and uh, Marxism and all these things are just Satan incarnate. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, um, because I guess Russia had a dictator and it didn't you know, they tried communism and uh, it didn't go so well. Um, but that's just one iteration of the uh, system. You can do lots of other things. Um, but yeah, you have this this lie. And then you have people like uh, Bernie Sanders that show up and he's trying to explain to people like hey you know guys like this is actually pretty good like it's a pretty good deal you can um you don't have to like pay for everything out of pocket uh the government will be there to um give you you know provide services for you that uh are will not be subsidized uh and uh you can just use them and it's there for you to use um and because of the um the brainwashing of people um to just wholeheartedly believe that uh anything that resembles that is just satan um and that capitalism is somehow holy and moral um you know, people like Bernie don't, they don't uh, make it very far because of this people, the, all these people that uh, are so afraid of anything different. I, I guess it's just being afraid of change or they think things will never change. So they just don't bother. But it's, I mean, it's extremely evident, like, um, all of the socialist things they're doing in Europe, people are, you know, they live longer, they have, uh, happier lives, um, <laughs> uh, they have better education, uh, better, um, test scores, higher graduation rates, uh, 
oh higher productivity by and also by working less they work less than us and they have a higher productivity um and they're uh their 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 wealth is just not a really a big concern like they have money um and it just it's for the people for for the most part and um how do they how do they do this Free tuition, free college. Some countries will actually pay you to attend their university. So higher education is no longer a privilege, but it's a right. It is a path not just for the elite and the rich it is a path for everybody so they can take control of their own lives and educate themselves and they don't have to put themselves in debt prison to do that um, they have uh, free health care Um, it's, you know, uh, if you, um, have to go to the hospital, which sometimes you do, you're not, um, when you leave, you're not going to be slapped with an incredible amount of bills. Um, open heart surgery. You'll leave the hospital with zero 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 balance. Um, and it works just fine. The system works. Everything's fine. And, and then it's like, as soon as you are like, hey, let's do this in America, people will try to tell you all the reasons why it won't work why it's impractical and all this stuff and it's like no this system doesn't work this system is not practical (laughs) this is the thing that we need to change it's not good people um you can't you can't expect people to live like this where if you don't have ten thousand dollars in the bank you're just screwed if any little thing happens um to you uh you're stuck with some insane bill that you can't pay and because of that um you're stuck forever Uh, all your money goes to this bill or bills forever And you're stuck um, in the same life, in the same place, doing the same thing. uh, Because that's how your government 
That's what your government wants for you. That's what they want. They want you to be stupid, poor, and hopeless, and divided. Because that's what, that's what works for them. That's how they hoard all their wealth and do whatever it is that they want to do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we're dealing with. Just, uh, I really hope that Trump, um, gives up his little game and, uh, um, concedes. Because um, what he's doing is, like, really dangerous. Um, you have all these fanatics. And they are willing to... Um, take up their guns about this. Because, you know, let's be honest. Like, these are... Um, they're angry people. And they're angry, um, they're angry because of the reasons I mentioned, their, their government, uh, keeps them in one place, keeps them in check, keeps them poor, and they're, they know that their lives are being taken from them, um, but their, their anger is just misguided, they have drank the Kool-Aid of their uh, leader because he uses some r religious propaganda um, and because people are so fixated on the holy and moral and God narrative. Um, so they think that this is some kind of holy and spiritual battle that they're fighting against the uh, Satan communists um, uh, and um, it's just dangerous because he's he's Trump is leading this whole anti-information movement where it's like he's just saying that like hey everybody we can make up our own reality and just live inside of that and um just do our whatever we want and people are like yeah that's great um i 
I hope it doesn't get ugly. I hope that, uh, I mean, at this point, picturing Trump going up on a stage and saying that he's sorry and he concedes to Biden and he hopes that, uh, the, the nation, um, can heal and, uh, move forward, it just doesn't seem like that's going to happen, you know, so either the White House will have to be taken by force, or, um, I don't know, it could get hairy, um, But anyway, um, what to do on these empty days? And why, why are, why is dating, um, what, what happened? <laughs> I could have sworn that at one point in my life, dating wasn't like this. Um, could have sworn. Like, okay, so, like, you can go out and meet people, typically. Um, but now it's like, you can't, um, so what do you do? You download Tinder. And what's Tinder like? I mean, for, for men, um, it's just uh, monetized. They have, they have your... Uh, basic human need to um, want to open up and talk to people and date them and um, stuff like that. Uh, they, they have it down to um, just a, a soulless monetization like you can't um, like the whole uh, um, tinder plus tinder gold like it almost seems like if you don't pay for it then it's just unusable so it's and and it's not like anyone has any choice right now you know um if you want to do that if you want to meet people if you want to have sex and if you want to go out or not not go out but yeah you want to talk to people and stuff like that it, it's monetized they they just take advantage of the fact that people want to do this 
some some of these apps are are worse than others like um some of them are just totally un unusable unless you pay for it uh, it's frustrating um i've heard a lot of men talk about how tinder just kind of destroys their self-esteem because it's like uh, you're swiping on all these attractive girls and then you don't match with like any of them and uh, you you kind of just go days and days and days and days and days without getting a match um, and uh, it yeah it's it's hard not to kind of take that to heart but i mean what's what's probably happening is they uh they use algorithms to kind of ensure that you don't match with people that you want to match with and then you get frustrated and you can be like man this thing is not working and well maybe if i tried the tinder plus then i can swipe more and it's all just designed to get you to pay for it. They don't want you to use the free version. The free version won't work. And then, I mean, I've tried paying for it in the past, and even that doesn't work. <laughs> I felt like the Tinder gold thing, like seeing who likes you, I wish they didn't do that. I wish, even if you don't have it, they still show you, like, a little blurred picture of someone that liked you, and they show you the number of people that liked you. So at all times, you are aware of the number that defines your self-esteem. Whereas, you know, Tinder four or five years ago didn't do this. Um, it was way better. I got way more matches uh, back then. And just in the free version, too. Like, I don't know what happened. It's not like I'm bad looking either. But that's um, that's the society that we live in. Everything is a everything is a transaction. Everything is uh, a monetization. You have interest a um, being monopolized and controlled by Corporation B. To, and then you must, it, it seems like you can't do anything without having to pay for it, besides, like, going for a fucking walk. You know, everything you have to pay for, and not even just uh, a reasonable amount of money, you know, it, it, it goes up all the time. Every year, the price of stuff increases, little by little. And meanwhile, our, uh, um, minimum wage has stayed the same 
not being adjusted for inflation um, or anything like that, people are absurdly poor um, because of this. Because it's just, you can't afford anything. You can't, you know, if you, if you work, um, if you work a minimum wage job, you basically have to work three just to uh, afford rent. You know, it's, it's just completely and wholly, uh, unreasonable to, uh, um, put this, put people in, in this, um, vice grip. You know, they just, they basically just got you by the balls and, uh, anything that you want to do is you're going to have to pay anything unless you unless you're taking a walk that's i mean that's free as as far as i know maybe they'll start charging uh admittance to uh trails soon because there's nothing else to do so we got to make money somehow I mean, yeah, they, um, most parks, um, it's funny, it's like the stuff that, uh, the stuff the government doesn't want to pay for, they just make us pay for it. <laughs> like, um, our taxes, the fact that we have to pay, um, to enter certain parks, so that they have, you know, that that pass that you buy pays for the uh, maintenance and the the salary of the of the people that work at the park. And yo, that stuff's got to be paid for by the government, not us. Why do they make us pay for everything? And all this money goes to military. It's it, it, fighting these endless war wars. Um, something's got to change. People like Bernie Sanders need uh, to have more of a voice. Uh, there needs to, there needs to be more people like him, and uh, there needs to be uh, people like him fighting for change. Um, cause I mean, it's so, everything is just so corrupt. Um, they, I mean, they just, they, they took his nomination in 2016. They just took it. It was his, you know, he was, he was going to be the guy to take on Trump and might've won. Um, but no, the, uh, the left wing side is probably just as, if not more corrupt as the right wing, because they too are rich people, old money, and, uh, they too want to maintain the status quo. And they might seem more progressive and all this stuff, but it's just more of the same.
um, I mean, I, I mean, that's I was very reluctant to vote for both Hillary and Joe. I did not want to vote for either of them. You know, my my first two presidential elections are for candidates that I don't like. And of course, I voted for Bernie in the primaries both times. Um, he actually won Michigan in 2016, beat Hillary, and then lost it in. 2020 um, there will be more people like him that's kind of what I'm telling myself like more people like him are gonna step up and make their voices heard and uh, um, push for the changes that we need in America I don't, um, the current system, uh, is not sustainable. Um, I think that we're seeing that. I think we're seeing it come apart at the seams. Um, cause basically what we have now is just chaos. It's every man for himself. Uh, the the rugged individualism and anyway I don't these tangents uh, I mean that's what this is all about right me just talking. It's hard not to feel um, uh, depressed right now. I mean, I, I have, for various reasons, recently just been very down. Um, I don't know if, if, how many other people are feeling like that, but it's... Um, with everything being so uncertain right now, it's, it's probably hard not to, f uh, feel a little despair. But yeah, like I said, I, I'm not just going to give up because this is hard. Um, my life hasn't been easy. Not, none of it's been easy. Um... So why, why would I just give up right now? Because it's more of the same, you know? It's still not easy. Well, I mean, what do I expect, you know? Um, although in a way, <clears throat> like I don't have to go to a, I don't have to rush over to a job and feel my life wasting away eight hours a, a day in a building um, 
you know, I don't have to do that. Um, which is nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's still hard, um, right now. I know, I know how that, uh, I'll be all right, no matter what happens. Um, this time is temporary. Um, it's not going to be forever. Trump is going to go away at some point. And, uh, there, um, you know, depending on how you look at it, uh, there's a lot to look forward to in this country. Things could, um, be changing for the better. They could. Um, it's kind of up to us. Uh, to um, make sure that they do, though. It would be nice to be somebody. Not even just to be somebody, just be someone important to someone else. You know, it seems like I've had so many um, relationships that uh, have ended um, in not so great ways. And through all of it, there was like this narrative that I was telling myself that I was just not, not important and not worthwhile. And, um, that all those people that I thought, uh, um, abandoned me, whatever, I mean, whatever happened, whatever the reason for separation is or was. Um, I thought that it was just all for the same reason and it was all my fault, you know, that there, you know, all these people that came and went all f got to know me and found out that, um, they, they made a mistake and, uh, didn't want to know me. They just wanted to erase me because it was that much of, of a mistake. Um, and then, um, and then you just live your life that way. You just live your life as if you're a mistake. 
and that no one cares about you and uh um and that there's no point in meeting new people because they too will get to know me and then find out that they made a uh, that they also made a mistake and um the you know wash rinse repeat but that's uh that is of course no way to live a life that is of course uh a um recipe for disaster to live your life that way i mean of course yeah if you if if this is how you carry yourself and this is how you operate yourself then yeah no one will want to be around you you will you will write that story for yourself uh, and it will become true just by um, the way that you uh, are living your life it just becomes true one way or another um, and a lot of that um, a lot a lot of that thinking um, definitely was stemming from my just lack of self-esteem really um, just not not loving myself, not not even really liking myself. Um, you know, who who wants to be around someone who's just loathing, just just constantly self-loathing? Maybe it's maybe it's cute at first. I don't know. Um, but it's like draining after a while is you just, you, you not only drain yourself, but you just drain everyone around you because your entire outlook is negative and the negativity just weighs on everything, saturates everything. And, uh, your life is just one big cauldron of negativity. Um, and this is, you know, I don't know why I, I would want to tell that story to myself. I think it's, I, I probably was, trying to read the signs too much. Like, um... I am not, uh, I'm not just a, um, collage of my mistakes. I'm not just some, uh, person who is, uh, um, just nothing for all time 
Um, that's just not me. I know that uh, I have a voice and um, I know that uh, I, I could use it if I felt so inclined um, and speak up and um, speak up for things and you know stuff I never uh, did because I didn't think I was worth that. I didn't think my voice was worth anything. And uh, I was just robbing myself of having a life, really. Um, you just hope that it's not too late. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's too late. I know I'm still 25. I uh, have a lot of life left ahead of me. Um, but yeah, these times don't make it easy. That's for sure. I kind of feel like I'm just in this uh, state of limbo. I, I, I think probably a lot of other people uh, probably feel the same way. It's like, okay, we're ready to turn the chapter, you know, turn the next page and, uh, we're ready, we're ready for the next thing. Let's go. But no, this just continues to just get dragged out. Um, people, people won't wear masks and people won't socially distance and, um, what, what, you know, all these, uh, money-making Institutions refuse to close down uh, because they uh, will lose money. And that's, you know, that uh, in America, money is way more important than human life. You know, if, if you don't know that by now, then you're probably part of the problem. But, uh, yeah, um... And especially with um, uh, the fact that people, the hospitals are profiteering off of uh, COVID deaths, just writing, you know, if you have COVID and you got hit by a car, then it's it's a COVID death. And the, the hospital gets um, more funding and more um, supplies if they have more COVID cases and more COVID deaths. Um, but to uh, quote Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life, um, you are worth more dead than alive. Which is, of course, a horrible lie it's horrible the fact that the fact that anyone could profit off of somebody's death uh, I, I think that should kind of indicate the uh, quality of our current system you just look at that 
the fact that a corporations can take out life insurance policies on sick people and when they die they cash a huge check and keep it all for themselves and give none to the family and uh when people um they're uh they can't pay their rent and they get thrown out on the street um and then someone comes in and flips their house for profit and uh meanwhile they're the family is just homeless and sickening it's just sick greed um the love of money is the root of all evil i believe that Which is, I mean, this is why, uh, um, this is why they fight so hard to maintain their status quo is because they love money that much. They'll do anything to, to, um, keep as much as they can because money in, uh, um, in the world means influence and power and uh, um, that's that is the uh, measure of a man isn't it how much money you have and how much power you have that is what makes a man right We are not the sum of our productivity. As human beings, we are so much more than that. We are so much more than the sum of our productivity. It's an insult. It's degrading and disrespectful for anyone to ever treat you like you're just a cog in a machine just there to make other people money what a slap in the face and they they just take advantage of it too because it's like you need you need money you can't not have money and so they know that uh dis disadvantaged uh um, disenfranchised people are desperate and they'll work any job and do almost anything um, and they just get taken advantage of and people get treated um, like if you're unemployed it's like you're a criminal you know because this rugged individualism that uh, is pushed onto everybody um, and the uh, um, division of people, um, it just causes um, uh, resentfulness and hate and, and bigotry and... Uh, 
Um, bad bad news bears I don't I don't know um, how many people have these thoughts but uh, I I kind of think that the world is anything that we can make it to be. You know, it already has, it already is. This is what we've made it to be. Um, I think that uh, people get caught up in, for some reason, thinking that this is just the natural order. Uh, this is just the way things are. Is that this is a natural progression, and this is um, this is the way things are supposed to be uh, set up um, because of God, or I don't know, thinking that uh, there's some preordained order. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that's a pretty common belief in America um, and for some reason it's just so radical to say that like hey you know we can uh, we can change stuff um, it doesn't have to be like this we can change stuff uh, but that's just so radical right I don't I don't know what my interests are. I don't know. I thought I knew. Um but it's like the things that I used to do uh like creatively. Um that was kind of the person that I thought I was. I thought I was going to be like this creative person and have this creative voice. Um, uh, like with music and film and I thought I was like this big film buff and uh, big music buff and um, I, I don't know if that's me. I don't think so. So it's like this weird, um, it's like this weird crisis that I've been going through, like, um, not, not really under, not really knowing or understanding what my, uh, interests are, what I like to do and who I am, what makes me, me, um, probably has something to do with what I've been going through the past few months, I've just been, uh, eliminating everything in my life that, uh, 
isn't jiving. Doesn't doesn't mix. Doesn't flow. Doesn't doesn't help me. Just I've just been eliminating it. Gone. Because you know your life uh, can get can become full of so many uh, so much crap, and it can weigh you down, and it can confuse you and cloud your vision. Like what you know what's happened to me. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I I don't even want to watch a single movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to think about movies. I don't want to watch a single. Like I don't care. I don't know why I used to care so much, but now it's like. I don't know. I think maybe I might go to school um, eventually. I have I have some debts that I gotta pay before I can get my old transcripts um, released. So until I do that, um, until I pay the rest of that debt, I won't be able to go to anywhere. so I got I got to do that, and then I I, th- I think I want to do political science, um, like political theory and stuff like that. I think that's I feel pretty strongly about some of these things. Uh, I I think that what's happening in America is just a tragedy and a crime. I think most of all, I'm tired of living in this (laughs) failed system, this corrupt state. I think I'm just tired of being in it. It's, it runs your whole existence. And I, I know that, uh, this is not, this is, it just isn't what, uh, our lives are, are for. You know, we're supposed to uh, experience as much as possible. And then when we live in a society that um, condemns that very principle in, you know, in favor of uh, productivity and consumption, it just isn't right. Something's got to change. And why? Why do people? Uh, why do people get into politics? You know. Maybe feeling like they can make a difference, which is, of course, something that uh, I've never felt like I um, was ever going to be able to do. 
I never felt like I had a voice or anything like that. So, I don't know, putting myself in a position to um, try, at least try to make uh, my, my voice heard, my opinions, um, push for change, push for uh, progressive policies and try to improve not only my life, but other people's lives. You know, what, uh, that's a great, that's a great thing to do. I've, you know, no one, no one, especially in a country as, um, prosperous and wealthy as this one, no one should ever be homeless ever. It should not, it should not exist. And yet we have millions of homeless people and with the um, coronavirus uh, uh, eviction ban being lifted and has already been lifted in several states and uh, nationwide at the end of the year, the numbers of homeless people will only increase and have been increasing because our government does not care. So I, I'm any policy that I would want to push, it would it would be centered around that ending homelessness in America. It can happen. It should happen. It shouldn't be forgotten about. It shouldn't be. Um, deemed as too hard or never going to happen because um, it can't happen. Everyone in this country, I mean, not only this country, but the whole world, we have the means and the power to um, ensure that nobody goes hungry, nobody goes homeless, um, that everyone has a fair shot to live their best life. We, you know, we have that means. Um... And I, you know, you can't leave people behind. It's important. Well, all right. I guess I'll uh, wrap this up. Um, it is November 18th. And it is a, another day. So, yeah, try to make it a good one.